Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Mm, staying hydrated with my Olipop. What is Olipop? Is it a cool new K-pop band? No, it's a delicious, low-sugar, fabulous drink. It's a new kind of soda, if you will. Now, it tastes just like the sodas I grew up on. You know when you love that classic root beer? Oh, my God. Or like an orange cream? Are you kidding me? An orange cream was my jam. Well, Olipop is great because unlike other sodas that are full of sugar and corn syrup and all the artificial ingredients like aspartame, which I swear to God, aspartame killed my father. Olipop is made with natural ingredients that are actually good for you. And they have delicious nostalgic flavors like vintage cola, classic root beer, orange squeeze, vanilla cherry, and strawberry vanilla is my favorite. I am just such a sucker for strawberry and vanilla. Like I never go a chocolate. I never lean towards the chocolate. So give me vanilla and strawberry together. Wow. Wow, that's the combination I need in my life. They use functional ingredients that combine the benefits of prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and benefit your digestive health. You know how important your gut health is. And you know, it's it's a little bit of a taboo subject. People are like, how's your gut flora? Well, it's not none of your business, Trish. But you could be, you know, low-key drinking your Olipop knowing that you're getting that good prebiotic, probiotic, plant fiber, and not even have to tell anybody. You know what I mean? Here's the deal. Their vintage cola just has two grams of sugar compared to regular Coca-Cola, which has 39 grams of sugar. You might as well eat a friggin' sheet cake at that point. You know what I'm saying? All their products are non-GMO, vegan, paleo, keto-friendly, and with less than eight grams of net carbs per can, it's a no-brainer. We've worked out our exclusive deal for Absolutely Not Podcast listeners. Receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a great way to try all of their delicious flavors. Go to drinkollipop.com slash absolutely or use code absolutely at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-O-L-I-P-O-P dot com slash absolutely. This discount is only valid for their variety pack. Olipop can also be found in over 3,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, Sprouts, Kroger, Wegmans, and you know it and love it, Air One. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Tepper McMahon. I am thrilled to have actually a friend in the flesh and blood, like like in studio with me. My dearest friend, Christina, you know her as Tina with the Wiena, Christina Tompkins from the, the Broadway. She is here. She is a new cheese business entrepreneur. She's thriving. She's great. Um, a lot of y'all met her on tour when she came on tour with me. So uh, she was helping her sister out when... Lord knows I couldn't keep my head above water, but she's visiting in town and we're going to tell you what we got into this weekend. And obviously we're going to spill that hot, hot gossip tea because we just watched the Meghan Markle, Harry, Oprah interview. So let's get into it. We are literally stewing some tea now. And uh, welcome to the studio, my dear friend, extremely talented actress, comedian, singer, songwriter, all of the above. Christina Tompkins. Ooh, ow, ow. What an intro. What What an an intro. intro. You know what? I think we've steeped our tea long enough. I'm going to pour this piping hot tea. Please do. For everyone here. And oh, oh, it's a pink color. You better believe this is not no English breakfast. No. And we decided we are not drinking English breakfast after watching the Harry, Meghan, Oprah situation. Wow. We're going to pour the tea and spill the tea. Now, when this podcast comes out, because we... Oh, yeah, get that sound effect. It's like a Foley studio. Yo, listen. 
my boyfriend's a Foley artist. He would be so proud. <laughs> that was Wait. authentic. And let's do a nice shout out to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. These mugs say, better bitch than mouse, which oh. was a quote from RBG. Yes, yes. Cheers. She and I had the same birthday. That's yes. what's up. Let's Cheers, bitch. What kind of, is this like a rose tea? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, like a hibiscus. Ooh. Hibiscus rose, not English rose. Never. Um, all right, we're going to get into all that tea, but let's just talk about our last 24 hours oh. because <laughs> it, it got weird really quick. And just to summarize, like clearly you've been in New York. You've been living back home with your mother too because you gave oh. up your apartment. You were like, you don't know what the state of the world is. You're a traveling actor. You're usually on tour at the Sound of Music or something. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so we've been kind of living very parallel lives right now, being home with our parents, just like oh. with our mothers specifically. Just, yeah, we just got mothers. Yeah. My dad is still alive, though. Who's seen him? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Bill. Bill, love we you. love you. We love you. <laughs> um, yeah, so... It was a wild, you know, a wild ride. Uh, we were just saying today, like the anniversary of you literally fleeing town yeah. is almost a year ago. We, I think we went out to eat somewhere in the West Village. We went to that Italian place and we're sitting at the bar. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, are, should we be here? Should we get out of town? Like, where the hell are we going to go? It was like a Wednesday. And then by mm-hmm. Friday, mm-hmm. basically the entire world, they were starting, you know, everybody, all these like people were starting to post like, guys, stay home, stay home. We didn't notice yeah. stay home. That was not even something to discuss. No. We went out the last night before we woke up the next day and people were like, hey, you're not like supposed to leave. We Actually, that was like the last time we went out to a dinner Sans mask. No, yeah. that for sure, for me at least in New York City. I oh, don't, for me too. Yeah. 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 So, wow. At least we got that good cacio pepe Ooh, yeah. in the stomach before. And yeah, you know, just the normal New York bullshit that happens. You know, the dishwasher stopped working. I had, you know, the rats crawling on me. I had to patch the holes. This isn't your apartment, not your mother's house. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that like started, that was the catalyst mm-hmm. to move back up to the burbs. So basically the same kind of place where you are now with Robin is similar right. to where myself and Jeff Daniels yes. grew up. And, uh, you know, I'm back home with that that wonderful Westchester mother of mine, Eileen. And she freaks out um, as <laughs> much about like home goods and, and a TJ Maxx or like she loves a Ross for less like my mother does. Okay. So we're like, yep. listen, ladies, I love a deal. I'm never going to change the fact that I love a sale. But both of y'all are still crushing a Ross and you both have brand new Mercedes. Can we like, just- like, Can we talk on. about this? Well, you can go to Nordstrom. You can afford Nordstrom. No, no. are you kidding me? I don't know the last time my mother went to an actual Nordstrom. She only to the rack. She only to the rack. Though she does go to Bloomingdale's because she loves the PowerPoints. Ooh. Okay. So she gets those PowerPoints and then she like, you know, all year she's like, I'm going to get my new Yemen. My new Yemen. And she got it. Literally a week ago, she's like, I saved my PowerPoints for the Yemen. Let me tell you, Eileen Tompkins, who is just the love of my life. She's such a one of those like, tough Westchester hard shells. But, and I was so intimidated by her when I first <laughs> met her in college because Christine and I met at Ole Miss and, and she's been on the podcast before, but I just, just to take you down memory lane real quick. I met my husband, Jeff, through Christina because they grew up together. But Christine and I met at, in college doing theater together. And she was like, kind of like this sassy bitch from New York. And I'm just like bright eyed and bushy tailed from Atlanta being like, will you be my friend? And we became <laughs> friends. But then Eileen would come down and have a great time. And Eileen's like, what are we doing in Mississippi? And then we have my mom who's from Boston being like, <laughs> Like, what the hell are we doing in Mississippi? And so- And then we would bring them to the library and yeah. they were like, oh, this is the greatest place. And the library is not a place where you study. It's oh, a no. sports bar. No, though we did confuse both of our fathers with bar tabs at the library for like hundreds of dollars yeah. throughout our time there. They're like, wow, you need to return those books. <laughs> return your fucking library books. I would just be like, Heather, I don't understand. You're <laughs> taking fucking theater classes. Like, what do you need to know? <laughs> What do you mean? Why are you going to the library? And we didn't, to be honest. We never went to go study at the library because literally we're just doing yoga poses and finding um, breathing tremors through yeah. our body. 
Yeah, and if well, we anyone look, knows who what that is. Yeah, actually, if you know, if you're an art student and you know what a tremor is, I, long story short, it, we would do these breathing exercises where we would put our, our bodies in these weird kind of contorted ways. Like you would, you cut off circulation like in the, your right leg so that you would get a tremor of, of oh. breath. You know what you could, I'm not describing it well. I would say like, you know, when you're in a really hard Pilates pose, like you're in a boat, but like you've ate a boatload of food right. and you're trying to hold that up. And then all of a sudden you start shaking. Yes, just muscle imagine, fatigue. Yeah, just remember, like picture that in a specific area where you're literally like, oh my God, I'm losing feeling in the back of my thigh and I'm doing this for the sake of theater. And the whole point was that it was going to, once you got a tremor, you would open your breath. And so oh, then yes. you could use your tool, yes. which is your voice. Yes. But here's the thing. I also at one point told our fucking teacher, I said, <laughs> we went to the, we did the most bootleg education <laughs> at Ole Miss. Oh. I told Brian, our professor, I go, Brian, you know that we could all just take a fucking lap. Like if we all just went and jogged for, <laughs> if we just jogged for three minutes, it would also get my adrenaline pumping, mm-hmm. get me to open my voice and then I'd be able, ready to perform. It's called a fucking warm up. Yeah. And you know what? We could have used the jogging Mm -hmm. because I don't know. We're back at our freshman weight. weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tina's a thin gal. She's tall. She's Irish. She's beautiful. But I mean, you and I both, I sent you a photo of me with like no t-shirt on, sports bra and the leggings. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I know this girl. I met her in college. And we're not doing great. No, no, no. Literally, (laughs) you know, it all comes full circle, I guess. Mm -hmm. It all comes back around again. It is weird. We always kind of find each other. I mean, we we always keep in very close touch. We talk all the time and you're like my best friend. But we do have these moments. It's interesting that I bring you on the podcast like one year to when we were out last and and just all these parallels. And for people who don't know, Christina and I, you know, we kind of have even our careers in a similar way because she's always touring, doing Broadway shows, and she understands that road life. So when she came and helped me on the road doing my road life, I was like, Christina, I haven't had a salad in two fucking weeks. Please come on the last leg of my tour. It's two weeks. I need your help to like breathe. And like, you know, I was losing yeah. my shit. And you're like, I'm an old fucking pro at this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that was or is like the beauty of having a friendship with also a person that does the same thing as you. Yeah. It's, it is really refreshing to be like, oh my God, thank God you understand what I'm going right. through. And then the, you know, the added level of that we have to live with our mothers <laughs> is just- The added level is that when you're playing in a beautiful theater and you're playing and you get a standing yeah. ovation for this gorgeous number and like sound of music and then yeah. you come home off the road because we have no careers because we can't fucking go anywhere. Nope. And we're like, I'm living with my mother who's- yep. My mom literally had, she said that they, at Trader Joe's, they falsely charged her for something. It's like these little oh. dried cremini mushrooms. They look delicious. Apparently it's a new salad topper. She Ooh. she literally had the receipt out. It was $1.40 and she's like, yeah. I'm going to return this. I didn't put this in my cot. I'm like, mom, I didn't do it. let's just open it and taste them. It's $1.40. I know. The amount of money you're going to spend and the fact that she'll probably pop her other fucking tires on her Mercedes that she's done four times already. Which my mother has also done this year. <laughs> You can't make this you shit up. You can't make this up. We're trying to get Robin and Eileen to go to like Boca for a week and just get the yes. fuck out of our hair. Yes, yes. I, you know, it is, it's just wild. The parallels are crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> and, you know, it's interesting. Okay, so we had a night out the other night and and I'm not proud of it, but we went to the opening of Storico Vino, which, you know, one of my favorite restaurants in Atlanta, Storico Fresco, they opened a new wine bar and it's a different concept. Delicious. Yeah, it's, you're not going in there for pasta. You're going in there for like antipast and crudo, oysters. It's more of like a tapas. Yes, you're feeling a little bit like, okay, I'm down in body. I'm out, yeah. like I'm, I feel the ocean breeze. Yes. And I'm, but I'm, it's nighttime and it's like sultry and you don't know who you're going to meet near the bathroom. You exactly. Know? You That's don't the know. Vibe. But Tina and I both have not really been out and we were able to, you know, get a nice table and we we're like, let's go treat ourselves. Mm-hmm. I've been with my fucking family. I haven't been out with anybody like to go have a drink. So we went out to dinner. But the way that you and I do it, we, oh my gosh, we just don't learn. We, we don't, don't learn. learn. <laughs> we've got fat again and then we're hungover as shit. Really, we spent all day excited to start our macro mm-hmm. <laughs> Our carb cycling. Our carb cycling. <laughs> we were like, wow, we're going to go to this really lean, fresh, whole food place for dinner. Yeah. And of course- We were you know, just steaks and baked potatoes, fully loaded. 
<laughs> that was this evening where I was introduced to a poppy seed roll at With something called a Stony River. <laughs> and I'm pissed also. Stony River is like trying to be a Houston Hillstone, but it's like kind of like a more, bo- well, I mean, it's nice. You know, they have great steaks, but it is still like a chain, you know? It's Honey, a chain. Sometimes you just need a chain you feel at home. And yeah. there's some chains I'm not about, but sometimes you just need that comfort. So, well, last time we went out, we didn't need that comfort. No, and um, we, we were literally year to the day, we were getting blackout drunk, having the time of our lives. And last night we ended up doing the same thing. And it felt oh, weird yeah. to be out because I have this kind of little sense of like, okay, I can kind of do my thing because I have the antibodies. So I was like, all mm-hmm. right, like I want to let my hair down a little bit and have a drink. But yeah. the way that you and I do it, we start with cocktails. Yep. And then we had two bottles of wine. And then we had shots being sent over because all you little dumb hussies would yell tiramisu bitch from across this restaurant. And then you start sending me shots and I can't say no. So I'm trying to be respectful and socially distanced. Like, thank you for the shot. I appreciate you acknowledging the fact that, you know, you see us and we appreciate it. We see you seeing us Us, seeing you. Yes. (laughs) But we couldn't say no, you know? So no, we also, you know what? Listen, we got taken away by the vibe. They put out a good vibe. They put out a great vibe and that's what we missed. And we missed it. And you you know what? You turned to our lovely host and you said to him, just send out some food. And those are famous last words yes. for a very long meal. And we just probably ate 14 courses. And that's why we were just enjoying ourselves. And it, and it does feel a little we're guilty today yeah we feel a little guilty and and I understand and listen everyone has the the COVID shaming like fear in the back of their yeah. brain but I think everyone has had the night where they've let their hair down and yeah. we're I'm I feel okay with it I'm come to terms and I'm drinking my tea yeah. Well, no, we, we, we've been safe together, you know, and we go out, you wear a mask and do all that, but it was just right, like, right. it was the two of us being debaucherous, just yes. getting hammered. And then of course we are those fucking bitches. You know that I love more than even like the, the pre-dinner drink or, or even the wine at dinner. I love an after dinner drink. We Ooh, had to get the us. fucking espresso martinis with Ooh. chicory root liqueur. Ooh. Why? Why did we need that? We did not need that. Don't fuck with me and a digestive. Okay? Mm-mm. Don't Mm-mm. do it. Don't you do it. Put that on your fucking grave. Here <laughs> lies Christina Tompkins. A bitch, don't fuck with me and my digestive. No, because literally it's there for a reason. It is. Also, it literally did digest everything because as soon as we got home at 3.30, we were like, what snacks can we open? Exactly. And the problem is I'm friends with the owners of the restaurant. So after, you know, basically it closed because we went for like a 9.30 dinner because we're like, it'll be at the end of service with oh, yes. chill. Yes, this was late. We started late. We started late. Then we're sitting on the patio and they're just like sending out bottles of wine. And I mean, Tina and I are like, 10 sheets to the fucking wind. Oh, we're yeah. harassing our, not like in a playful way, not like, this, I'm not like assaulting an Uber driver, but we are no. yelling at our Uber driver, Trent, who's from Australia. And we are, I mean, I literally- We thought point, we were the funniest thing funniest oh, things yes. ever. <laughs> I had my head out the fucking window, <laughs> not even because I was like going to be sick, but I just wanted to feel the cool breeze on my face. Like, you know, Ace Ventura, when yes. he's like, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he has to drive when he's outside of the fucking van. That was me out of this guy's Kia Sophia <laughs> yesterday. Poor Trent. Trent didn't know what hit him. He, he didn't. Came, he came here from Melbourne mm-hmm. and he was actually Sydney, but we, we convinced him that yeah. he's hiding from the house of Windsor because we were really excited about the special. We were and he were like, okay, yeah, Trent. Oh yeah. So you're from, let me guess you know, Sydney and you no, know, we can say Melbourne. He's like, no, I'm from Sydney. We're like, yeah, sure you are. With like the most offensive Australian offensive. accent. I would literally, he probably went home and told his lovely wife about these two drunk bitches. Degenerates. Don't worry. I, I did tip him very well. Okay. I did. Good, I, I was like this morning, I was like, oh God. Yeah. 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 You're getting that. <laughs> so sorry. Also tip your Uber drivers. Always. And your Lyft drivers. And your food delivery people. Yes. We're in the thick of March and I know that this month is crazy for a lot of people because we're all taking that step back and realizing, shit, it's really been a year since 
COVID hit America, hit the world. And I know that, you know, the stress and the anxiety is a lot for a lot of people. And this pandemic seems to ruin just about everything, right? Like travel plans, birthdays, all of it. We're just trying to keep our head above water. And here's the thing. If you feel like you need to talk to somebody and you need an extra, you know, set of ears, somebody to help you feel like you're supported and just really talk through some stuff. I cannot tell you how much I love talk space. Literally, I think it's so smart. Sometimes you need like a, like a non-biased, unbiased opinion. Because you know when you're like trying to tell your family how you feel, but then you're also dealing with them. Listen, Talkspace is an amazing online therapy app that'll just give you an outlet to get that extra help and that support that you need. Listen, there's a lot of uncertainty in the world right now, and that can lead to depression, anxiety, or just scary thoughts. You feel like you're like, oh my God, I'm losing it. Here's the thing. I've never been more grateful to have a therapist who helps me navigate all of those feelings that that come up in just like the weirdest times. And it's amazing how much better I can feel when you have an unbiased licensed professional there to listen. How does Talkspace work? Well, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. And instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you five days a week. They have an amazing network of licensed therapists with years of experience and over 40 specialties, including depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, anger management, relationship issues, food and eating, and guess what? So much more. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. And make sure to use code ABSOLUTELY to get $100 off your first month. And show your support for the show. Let them know that I sent you. That's absolutely and talkspace.com. Tina and I have worked in so many restaurants. Oh, we, we I said it on the podcast last week. It was like somebody was talking about, you know, how they got like a, an insane, like, oh, they got a shitty tip from Corey Gamble, who's Chris Jenner's yeah. boyfriend. Yeah. And Aspen, he only tipped 10%. I'm like, I would have found where the, the chateau, the chalet they were staying in mm-hmm. and burned it down. That's literal insanity. That's embarrassing. That's it's actually, embarrassing. it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And that's what our mothers would tell us. You're disgusting. That is not, first of all, 10%, like let's, you know, look at it as how much work had to go into it, how much time, effort yeah. spent by everyone is making sure that you're safe while preparing the food, you're receiving the food, and you have the audacity to sleep in the same bed as Kris Jenner mm-hmm. and then tip 10. Wait, no, there's no way. There's no way. And Corey's from Atlanta. So Corey should know. And if I see Corey, I'm like, Corey, Mm-mm. P to P, Mm-mm. Atlanta to Atlanta, Southerner to Southerner. You know that was wrong. I, right. I mean, is it possible? Did the person like give bad service? No, they just said like, this is some bullshit. Corey oh. insisted on taking care of the tab and then he like tipped 10%. <gasps> oh. oh, no. Don't also don't. Take care of the tab if you can't take care of the tip. tip. Thank you. Thank you. This is not rocket science. No, no, no. Don't try and be a baller. No. When you can't take care of the people who are helping. Anyways, I digress. Oh but yeah, we're spiraling. Yeah, we're spiraling <laughs> because I had one of those moments today and I'm not proud of it. And I really don't drink that much anymore. You know, I'll have a glass of wine or something with Robin, but I haven't gone out and done mixed cocktails. Like I haven't had the pre-dinner drink, then the six bottles of wine, then the after-dinner drink, then the shot. I haven't taken fucking shots nope. in a year at least. No, I have not. Have not. And it was, wow. I was so, it. we felt it. I was so hungover today. And Christina wasn't, I mean, we got home at like 4.30. I was so hungover today. I had like, you know, my body shakes and like the mm-hmm. sweats. Mm-hmm. And I was just looking at Christina. And I, 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 would, I said, Christina, I don't know what to do. I'm panicking. Like I might yep. cry or throw up. I don't know what, my body has to expel this booze yes, somehow some way. and I don't know where it's going to go or how it's going to come out. Yeah. I, I started promptly like Googling casket sizes around <laughs> two because I was like, we're just going to have to dig a hole in the back. Yeah. Cause... I mean, I was laying on the couch. Oh, on my yeah. linen and flax couch like a <laughs> fucking mummy. Yeah, we were mummified. And also we tried to really go. We we're like, let's just put on some docu-series and go in and like have a, like a loungy Sunday. Yeah. We tried two different ones and our brains couldn't (laughs) comprehend how Mormons were getting murdered and how art dealers were getting away with murder. 
in New York City. Yo, I, I literally looked at her in the first like 45 minutes of both <laughs> documentaries. Like I, my brain can't absorb anything. My eyeballs are on fire on the back, mm. the nape of my neck. Yeah, yeah. I, I literally had such badass reflux and I thought I was going to vomit the whole day. And you know where you're like, when you're that hungover and you're like, okay, I'm going to make myself vomit, but I can't do that. I've yeah. never been able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just standing over the toilet at one point. And I was like, like kind of crying. Like oh, I can't I do, do it. I hate the crying tears of, of vomit. You and know? it never happened. And we ordered a pizza and then I took two Dramamine. Guys, this is my new thing. If you're hungover, take Dramamine because I got prescribed Zofran when mm-hmm. I got really sick once and the doctor was like, okay, if you're going to be super nauseous, I'll give you Zofran. Oh, when I have my like ovarian cyst shit. Yeah. So Zofran is the greatest thing ever. If you can get a prescription, obviously talk to your doctor, but if you can get a prescription for Zofran, that's what I usually take when I'm hungover. It's like an anti-nausea pill. So then I was like, fuck, I don't have any Zofran because I took it all when I had COVID. And I was like, oh. I'm going to take two Dramamine. The Dramamine, it knocked me out for an hour and a half. And I woke up, I felt good. Like Dramamine yeah. might be the new fucking thing. I think that's a good way to go because it's hitting those, you know, hitting the key points of what the hangover is causing. Yeah. Like we need to get rid of the dizzy, rid of the nausea and yeah. rid of being awake. Yes. <laughs> we need to cut that out. And at like 9 a.m., I cleaned the entire kitchen, even though I had gone to bed at like five because I was panicking. And we were no. saying that, it, I feel like when you're in your, well, not even in your 30s, but when you're an adult now, mm-hmm. you have, it's an emotional Sunday scaries of the anxiety that you've wasted a fucking day. So I just like was yeah. still drunk cleaning the whole fucking house. <laughs> and then the wall hit me at like 1030 in the morning. I was like, I, I'm going to vomit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a hard impact. Yeah. <laughs> Deep impact. And again, and you know what also didn't help watching those, that Mormon docuseries was the man that was talking like this. He was talking like this the whole time about papers. Okay, there's a docu-series on Netflix. I got to be honest with you. I would cut to the good parts, but it's about like Mormons, like faking documents about, you know, John Paul, not I, John Paul, Peter Paul. What the fuck's the guy? Um, Joseph, Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. Yes, tomato, tomato. The only reason why I know this is because of the musical, Book, Book of, of Mormon. Mormon. Great Thank musical. You. Right. The Book of Mormon. Great. Wow. Hello. Hello. Tina has has one of the most beautiful voices you've ever heard. And whenever I try and sing, because I'm I'm literally swing low, sweet chariot. I am so down there. Yeah. That was your callback material for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) And I told you not to do it. And we both didn't get cast. And I sang (laughs) acapella for the audition. I sang acapella with no track, no piano. Um, all that jazz. Oh, wow. 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 I'm embarrassed for myself. <laughs> Good thing those weren't like taped. All the people now that have to do taped auditions, you, that's recorded for life. Like at least we got to go embarrass ourselves. Mm-hmm. For and the, then like, walk away and, and leave walk it. Away. <laughs> and it never happened. <laughs> Thank you, 2005. And Christina was so good and really dedicated to the art. And I, you know, I think in musical theater, though, it's a, it's a, it's obviously a different curriculum because musical theater is just a totally different vibe. Mm-hmm. I knew I always was just going into strict comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was glad for it to be a classically trained actor, but I was like, this is, I know what I want to do. I want to stand up yeah. and like silly and put on wigs and like do the damn thing. But right. Christina, you really took your scholastics at Ole Miss serious. I tried. I did try though. Wait a second. So, you know, in, we all had a couple of like real spiral moments during COVID. Mine was mm-hmm. when I decided I was going to go back and get my MBA. That yeah. was, that all happened. You called me around May and you were like, <laughs> I've decided I'm going to go back to Oxford, Mississippi and get my yeah. MBA in what, was it theater administration? No, it was literally, no, just like business administration. Oh, oh. And I was like, oh, I'm going to work with the touring because there's a touring house in Oxford. I was like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to work with the executive director. I'm going to own my own theater. I'm going to start, you know, really making it inclusive. And it's a whole collect. I'm a a crazy human. First of all, you have to get your transcript. You have to get all this, you know, you have to call the bursar's office and no one knows what that number is. Literally. (laughs) Also try getting a hold of someone in Mississippi (laughs) in the middle of summer. So I, I get my transcript and there's literally an F in opera performance. And the best part is the woman who gave me that F was the one writing my recommendation letters to come get my MBA and to work with her at the Ford Center, basically. Wait, why did you get an F? I have no idea. I've completely blacked this out of my memory. 
I first of all, that's like my whole jam. I loved doing that. Like you loved uh, opera. I was I'm so confused and I was so embarrassed to ask her. So I never did. And obviously, like I could go get my MBA. Don't. Now I'm not. I who knows? I you might be in it. Asia next year. Yes. yes. So we'll we'll all we'll see about that. But it was just, you know, one of those things where you're like, okay, maybe I'll go back. And then I looked at my transcript and I was like, Oh, I was Fuck a this. I was a bad student. <laughs> That's wow. And, and the irony of it is of, of like being a bad student at Ole Miss, you just had to like lightly read. <laughs> yes. You know, if you could read like or had like basic hooked on phonics, you you could make honors roll. Wait, what the funny? <laughs> right, 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 right. Because the funniest thing is, is like on the bottom of it says president's honor list. And I was like, I have an F. How yes. did you give me this? Yeah, it makes honestly nothing in Oxford makes sense, but we met at a magical place. And yes. And now I'm really proud of you because you started your own cheese board business. Yes. Yeah. So what we saw during tour was like all these awesome girls were like, hey, I'm starting my own company. I'm building these boards. And obviously we love a meat and cheese. That's and all we pass. want. We want the board. We want to nibble on things. We don't need to like have a full meal to ourselves. We rather right. like, pick on graze. five different things. We rather graze. So Gathering Graze was born during the pandemic and she's been good. It's been really amazing also to like do it by myself and be yeah. creative. And I feel like it's almost like my palette. I'm like artist, yeah. not like red contemporary level, but like <laughs> on my own level. And you're so- a sure cute. You're an artisanal salami creator, yes. you know? Oh yes. Artisanal salami creator. I, I really have enjoyed it. And I, I will see what happens, but you know, it's definitely something I've been like, okay, yeah. Cause we were both in the food industry and like, we both really worked in these jobs that taught us a lot about good food. And like, that's one thing I do pride myself with the board is like, you're not fucking getting a provolone cheese on there. You're you're not getting cold cuts from Wegmans. Oh my gosh. When I see some of these people that are building these boards and I'm not going to say you're from States that probably don't have the best meat selections. Right. But like, I, I see literally like someone putting some fucking sliced ham on there. No, I can't like literally. And like taking a baby bell cheese. I'm confused. Like if I wanted a baby bell cheese, I would just literally go to the grocery store and open the baby. Wait, bell. like, or like the laughing cow. Yes. That's what no, I'm talking about. not laughing cow spreadable. No. Mm. And so just like loose deli meat. No, yes. that's not how you fucking do a board. And there's like literally people charging an arm and a leg. And I cannot, I will say I have a quality product. You can check it out, gatheringgraysny.com. Yes. She's cute. Also, I built the website with Ryan. Oh, like, yes. We do it all. We do. We literally, <laughs> if you put Tina and I and give us maybe like two espressos mm-hmm. or teenies. <laughs> yes. Yes. We will fucking get so much shit we done. We didn't get a lot. Of, we didn't get anything done today. No, today was Nothing. a t- total wash. Besides right now, because obviously right now we got all of our energy back. Yeah, it's 1114. I have had to, had taken about 12 and a half Dramamine today. We're having some tea and we're like, let's do a podcast. Yes, we're ready. We're so, and this is the issue. Like we were never made for a nine to five. Because no. we literally start thriving at 11 p.m. 11 p.m. to like That's four. when we came to life. We yeah. were literally, our best material was at 3 a.m. Easy. Oh, Trevor. If you record it, oh Trent, Trent. If you if you recorded any of it and you are listening, please send us. Please send us the Uber tapes because <laughs> goddamn, they're probably insane. Oh, Uber tapes. That's a million dollar idea. It is a million dollar idea. Interviewing the Uber drivers. It's not about the passenger. Who gives a fuck about the passenger? It's no. me getting in different Ubers, talking to Uber drivers about their experience. It's always about who's in the back seat. No, no, no. No, I want to talk to them. That was like. Okay, so it's like reverse taxi cab confessions yes. that used to yes. be on H- Oh, you know, the late night at HBO that you had to like sneak. Yes. There was- And um, everyone's getting like a hand job in the back yes. of the taxi. Yes, yes. Yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. God, I loved watching that. That and it was like real sex and they would yeah. like interview people on the streets of New York and they'd be like, so do you guys give blowjobs? <laughs> and it was like, why? Like, oh my God. That's on real sex is when I found out that people would wear those full latex outfits. Yes. Oh, I had no idea. And this woman was like, I'm really into latex. And then she takes them back to like her like mm-hmm. Cobble Hill apartment. Yes. And she's like in a full suit with like a hose coming out of her mouth. Yes, yes, yes. I remember watching those things and being like, wow, I can't wait, wait to move to, to New York City. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
is anybody else at the point in their life right now where you've walked into your closet because we're like sort of in between seasons, at least in the South we are. And you're like, I hate all my sweaters, but my shorts are too tight. So therefore nothing really fits and I don't know what to wear. The good thing is I found Stitch Fix and it's going to help me solve all the problems. You know what I mean? It's literally going to help me get out of that style rut that I'm in. Let Stitch Fix help you feel excited about what you're wearing. And like, did you just look over your current cold weather wardrobe options and get a chill? And you're like, ugh, I can't. It's time to ditch that old sweater and upgrade that jacket. A Stitch Fix personal stylist can help you pick out new pieces that are timeless. Stitch Fix offers clothing hand-selected by expert stylists for your unique size, style, and budget. And it's completely different and a fun way to find clothes that you'll love to wear. Every piece is chosen for your fit and your life, and it's an easy solution to finding what makes you look and feel your best. There's no subscription required. Try Stitch Fix once or set up an automatic delivery. It's really easy. You just literally go on the website. You'll pay just $20 in a styling fee for each box, which gets credited towards pieces you keep. And there are no hidden fees ever. Stitch Fix has styles and clothing that's literally will fit any occasion for women, men, and kids. And they ship all over the U.S. and are also available in the U.K. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash absolutely and you'll get 20% off. 25, not 20, 20. They added an extra five. You'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash absolutely for 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. Stitchfix.com slash absolutely. And the weirdest people, the weirdest people were having like orgies in, in Cobble Hill. And HBO was like, can we put a camera in the middle of it? It's the 90s. God, those were the good days. I, know. I remember as a child watching the very first season because, you know, I didn't grow up on cartoons. Now, Christina is a little bit of a Disney adult. We won't hold it against her. Mm-hmm. But I grew up on that Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Ricky Lake and the real world. The real world, the first season, real world, New York. I was like seven and a half and I was fucking obsessed Wait, with it. Well, yes. And also, you know, it's coming back. Yes. And they're going back to New York, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. On Paramount Plus. Can someone give me their login? We need a <laughs> fucking login. Give me a login because I can't at this point. I have, I can't even keep track. I can't even keep track. And I'm, n- I'm not going to stop paying for my Disney Plus. Can I just? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you sick bitch. <laughs> I actually have this pitch that... um. Jen and I are taking, well, we want to do this idea for a movie for Disney Plus. And I'm like, I could write, I mean, I can write some stuff for Disney Plus. I think you could. Right? We had this idea and I was like, Jen, it's an incredible idea that Jen had. And she was like, should we take it to Disney Plus? I was like, yeah, we should. I want to go to Disney and be like, I've been talking shit for the last like three years, (laughs) but let's go. Let's do it. It's really just because I feel like an outsider with Disney. Because I didn't feel like I connected with like, I don't know, fucking Snow White. And Mm -hmm. then- I always felt like the chubby kid at the park whose little legs were chafing together. Like I had PTSD from being hot Uh and itchy and my skin melting in Disney. It wasn't a magical place for me. It was an itchy place for me. I understand. And I think it's all about the childhood memory. Yeah. Back, you know, back when I was growing up, that's when my family was happy. Like we were (laughs) one family unit. And now we're in the four corners of the The United States. The United States. But it was one of those things. And listen, I'm not putting on the furry suit and like saying, hey, Ryan, Mm -hmm. what's up? Want to meet my uh, friend Buzz Lightyear? And no, I'm not into it. No. And it is, listen, it is weird. I went for my birthday last year, you know. So I'm fully in support of you doing a movie for Disney+. Plus. Okay. So I I need them to A, do a background check on me and hire me. Yeah. And yeah, 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 yeah. But listen, that girl from uh, Mandalorian, she was able to get through. That's right. Yeah. So, hey, they take anybody. I mean, listen, I'm ready to work. That's on God, period. That's what's up. Okay. Now we need to get into. (laughs) We have to. We have to. Okay. We need to get into the tea, the royalty. And I don't really speak on the royals. I never really chimed in on Meghan and Harry because I am a. I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the shit about the royals. And I was always too afraid to speak up because then you don't want to get lumped in with like the crazy MAGA people. But I was like, no, 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 no. Like there is like blink twice if you need us. Because I was always on Team Diana like, oh, like there is blood on someone's hands over in Kensington Palace and we need to discuss it. Oh, yes. We all, listen, we took out our purple beanie baby with the white rose. Oh, rest that in was, peace. Right. Yeah. We prayed to Diana yep. for strength and we watched. And we watched and we listened to the Elton John Candle in the Wind. A candle in the Wind. Like that was just such an iconic. Oh 
wow. moment of our of our childhood. I remember that summer when that happened. I we were outside. I'll never forget this. And we had German neighbors, mm-hmm. and we had just flown back from a trip somewhere, probably Disney World. And we were sitting outside, and this all this was coming in on the news. And it was so crazy because she was just such, even as kids, we were like, we knew who she was. Yes, of course. And then to now watch this special and literally see the same thing happen. With Megan. With Megan. After also just watching this past season of The Crown, like there's something, you know, there is something up here. Why is this all happening at the same time? And I am not the conspiracy theory queen Mm -hmm. here. I believe I try to believe in reality to yes. keep me grounded. Otherwise, I'm gonna real spiral. Yeah. So I I really wanted it to not be that. Like I wanted it to not be like, oh, another Diana situation. Cause that's the easiest answer. And we're like, no, come on, come on. Well, really too, and if you haven't seen the the interview, and we'll we'll kind of uh break it down for you. Essentially, Megan's like here to clear her name, but also explain why she and Harry have now moved to the United States and taken a step away from being in the royal family. And they're they're not saying they're not a part of the royal family, but they're not going to be active working duty, like doing their senior senior, royal family members. Right. But the key thing that she kept saying was that was not our decision. Yeah. Uh You know, they were asking for support. Help us, help us, help us. Yes. Which you can totally, I I see that when you see her talking about this, you literally see Diana doing the same. You can hear. In The Crown, she was begging for help. She had an eating disorder and she was talking about it and she was like begging for help. Somebody teach me this, teach me that. And so Megan in in the interview basically says like she was having suicidal thoughts because she wasn't getting the protection that she needed. She wasn't getting the support. And Harry's biggest thing is when Oprah's like, why did you leave the UK? He goes, because they refused to protect us. They refused to support us. My wife was being like basically going to kill herself. And the moment that I realized, he said, the moment I realized that I've been through this and this is, I didn't want this to happen to my wife that had happened to my mother. He basically says it point blank, period. Yes. He's yeah. like, that's when I knew we had to go. Yeah. And I respect them. I have a totally new level of respect for oh, her. Yeah. I didn't know enough about Meghan Markle. Like I thought it was, she's so stunning and gorgeous and cool, but I, did, I didn't, wow. I didn't yeah. really like, I wasn't invested. You also, know? where did she go to acting school? Because yeah. her voice and her diction is fantastic. And she didn't do tremors. No, she did not. <laughs> I feel like she probably went to like USC or like, oh, you know, like she had a good education. Yes. Okay. We will well. still go back to Ole Miss and give them money if they'll <laughs> if they'll make a theater arts building <gasps> named after us. But it's got to be the Tina and Heather performing arts for people who just like want a little razzmatazz. <laughs> yes. You're going to shake your ass and a razzmatazz. I'm hey. in it. I'm in it. I love it. Five, six, seven, eight. <sighs> so what was your takeaway from Megan? What did you think now being on the other side of the documentary? I think, like you said, she's so well-spoken. Wow, yeah. What are your thoughts? The biggest thing for me is when you hear someone, because I've, and Heather knows this, like I suffer with anxiety yeah. and depression definitely during college, but obviously COVID for sure. And thank God I had friends like her to be like, hi, I can't even get out of my bed right now. When people, I, I couldn't even imagine if you said that to someone, they're like, oh, that's really bad for you. Right. This, she literally was like, I went to the HR office. This, uh, can you imagine? The HR office of the royal family. family. And also, I'm really, anyone needs to chime in that understands what this is. Who's in the firm? Like, can we get the names? Because those are the people mm-hmm. that are caught, that are really stirring it. Because- at the end, he does- Explain what the firm is though. Okay, so the firm is obviously the people behind the scenes that are controlling the actions of the royal family. Yeah, they kept saying it's like an institution. They're mm-hmm. like, we actually have our family members, but the royal family is run like an institution. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she kept saying, she's like, I went to the firm. Yes. The firm, which then in my little like, you know, uh, cynical brain, I'm like, oh, the conspiracy theory. I'm like, the Illuminati. <laughs> Yes, yes. And then Harry kept saying that he, like Prince Charles and his brother are trapped. And I'm like, in the the Illuminati. Illuminati. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. Mm -hmm. See, But really, when you're saying like, I love my, he was like, I love my grandmother. Yeah. I love her. I talked to her. We talk more. He's talked more this year to his grandmother than he has in the past few years. Right. 
there's something else behind the scenes, which it's always, listen, it's never the people, the face. It's always people behind them that are always, oh yeah, controlling the moves. Mm -hmm. So we want to know who's in the firm. Who's in the firm? Because the firm is the one that said, oh, um, what is the, the shade of the child's uh, skin when it comes? At- no. Well, no, I don't think. She, I think it was one of his oh, family members. Because remember, he said he kind of said he was like, I won't discuss it. I won't oh, bring it up. Oh, so but- you're thinking it's like he went he went to Charles and yeah, Charles and she- was like, did you ever think about the color of the baby? And no, but, but just I, so you guys understand, basically Megan says like at one point she realized she was worried about her. You know, they took away the, the royal status for um, their baby Archie. And then basically she had caught wind that people in the royal family and or the firm, we don't know, yeah. were basically concerned about the color of Archie. He wasn't born yet. And, and they were mm-hmm. concerned how dark his skin was going to be. Can you fucking imagine? I couldn't, I really, because first of all, listen, I'm from New York, so I would be like, oh (laughs) no, Queenie, let's go. You wouldn't even literally have time to run. No, you would not. You would not. The fact that this has to, in 2021, literally get, I can't even begin to say how infuriating this is. But And this poor woman who's, Drop dead gorgeous, more intelligent than all of these family members put together because the the inbreeding of the royal family is, is well alive known. and well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's that that whole segment is is insanity to me. Harry basically said that they took away their royal security. And he's mm-hmm. like, listen, it's one thing if we step down and you want to take my, you know, Prince Harry, you want to take our titles away. But he's like, we're still public figures. And now you're taking away all of our funding for security. He's like, that's when I knew. He's like, he literally was like, this is what happened to my mother. And I'm not yes. fucking dealing with this because I don't want this to be cyclical and happen again. Right. And the fact that you can go to your dad and say, Hey, dad, remember when our mom got killed? Yeah. That's going to happen to my wife. Can we stop that? And he's like, mm, no. Yeah. No, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. No, I've got to go play cricket or polo. Oh, oh the Charles. English. See, and I listen, I have a lot of followers from London. And I know that they're going to be, you know, I've already gotten some DMs tonight okay. even just saying, they're like, you don't know both sides of the story. I'm like, no, no, no. Let me tell you. I saw an honest woman say, that, that somebody was concerned about the color of the, the baby's skin. Yes. That was important. And that the whole family was trapped. She was suicidal. They wouldn't help her. That's all I need to know. It's a wrap for right. me on the royal family. Right. And then, so then you also, first of all, anybody that wants to come after us, that is fine for saying all this about the royal family. But you have to understand, he said, we didn't ask to completely strip ourselves of the title. And they were saying, we don't get security. Prince yeah. Harry lost his security. This person is probably in the top 10 people of get royal family death threats. Yeah. Like, let's be real. We don't get them yet. We're going <laughs> to, we're, you know, crossing our fingers. We can. No, we have no stalkers. <laughs> we have absolutely. I have like no. middle-aged women named like, uh, you know, <laughs> like, like kind of like a Carol Ann and they'll, they'll find me at like a, TJ Maxx, and those are the yes. people who accost me, but they just want to hug. They just want to hug. They just want to hug. Or that girl that tried to tackle you in Jacksonville that said she was Jeff's cousin. That was fucking crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of you bitches drink way too much. Like, I drank a lot last night, but some of y'all drink way too fucking much and should not be out in public. <laughs> P to P, P to P, you need to take it down a notch. Or what I say, eat a full meal before you go out. Yes, Coat that stomach. Coat that stomach. So my takeaway from it was I now stand for Meghan Markle. Um, Mm. She is so eloquent, so well-spoken. And obviously she's kind of like, yeah, I knew I was getting into the royal family. But when I got in there, nobody told me anything. Nobody told me what to do. I was, I told the queen, I am here. I am dedicated. She kept alluding to, and I don't know if it's because she's afraid that there's a price tag on her head now. And I only say that because of like how terrifying like the royals can be. Yeah. She kept saying though that the queen seemed to be the one who she actually has a good relationship with. Yes, yeah. So they weren't throwing the queen under the bus. No, no, no. And they really were. And listen, he definitely says, my father and my brother are trapped in this life. And you learn yeah. that through the crown. Like the crown is something that totally is encompassing. It is literally thought to be bestowed a, li- a direct lineage to God, right. Jesus Christ himself. So the fact that they escaped and were out. It's not even that they're real people now. Those people that are in the royal family don't consider themselves actual, I think, human beings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that's just the, you 
have to completely strip yourself Mm -hmm. of everything. And I'm just, one thing that I kept thinking of was like, does Harry feed the dogs? Yeah. Does he now play with the switch or play like any kind of gaming thing? Because yeah, now he, he's one of the dudes. Is he doing Halo? Do kids yes. play Halo <laughs> like, in 64? You, you know, know what I mean? You know, he was just on Amazon when they got to Santa Barbara. Yeah. And there, he was like, wait, you can just get this delivered. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like literally going ham on the click now to buy. Yep. And Megan is like, oh, fuck. Fuck, I've been she, hiding the fact that like, these things hold, exist. I, he got a hold of the Amex and he's buying all this shit that's on Amazon Prime that's coming in 13 minutes to our fucking house in Montecito, California. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she's like, okay, of course, you're not going to lift a finger, feed the dog, take out, the, does he take out the recycling? Does he separate, yeah. you know, the recycling containers? It's California. Does he compost? I bet he's composting. I'm going to guess that Harry, because I like him so much. I always was team Harry. I was never team William. I was and like, I eh. was team Will. And now forget you. Now here's the deal though. I do kind of believe the old theories that Di- that Harry is not Charles's son. Oh, right. And it's, it's a famous- Dodie Alfayette or no, 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 no. No, um, Dodie Alfayette is the guy that she ended up, that Diana was um, in, in, the love, car with. in the car with. Yeah. No, no, no. You see these photos of this like alleged, it's like when you see <gasps> photos of Chloe's real dad, you're like, it wasn't Robert Kardashian. Yeah. Sorry. And I love Chloe. But- <laughs> Um, but when you see the photos of uh, this polo player who's got yes. red hair and he looks just like Harry, you're like, okay, you know, listen, Carl, listen. you got to do what you got to do. He, you know, he was sticking it in Camilla the whole time. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Oh, it, they had like a loveless marriage. And when and I hated the crown. But when you watch the crown, especially the last season where they highlight Diana, you're like, this was literally like an essentially arranged marriage. marriage where they never found like common understanding. And she was so young. I watching that, seeing her so young is mind blowing. And then Meghan Markle, I mean, she's probably around our age, right? I would assume. Yeah. Just to know, like I wouldn't be able to handle it at this age and to know that Diana was so young and you didn't have like a self, you couldn't text somebody. Which was also creepy. At the time, (gasps) Charles was what, like 35? Yeah. And she was like 23. No, she was 19. Oh yeah, 19. Woof! What a creep. Well, that runs in the family too. Prince Andrew, Andrew, we saw Epstein the Island. Have you seen it? Have you? We're now we're going to get death threats <laughs> because this whole house is bugged by the amount of crazy shit Robin orders off of Amazon. Oh yeah, there's so many plugins. There's, there's so, so many plugins. We have like eight dehumidifiers, dehu- defrosters, ionizers that yeah. literally have like red dots coming out. No, she just ordered this like these new plugins that you put in every room. And it's supposed to ionize the air. I don't even know what the fuck that means. And I literally was like, Robin, did you check these for cameras? Like we're getting shit from the government because they know that we know that they know that we know. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I do know. Now, after watching that interview, you know, ever, you know, you know, (laughs) you know. And listen, we can sit here all day long and have our own opinions about it, but I genuinely, I stand for them now and I'm glad that they're in fucking California and doing the damn thing. And she was like, we, we were unsafe. It was an unsafe environment for my child. It was an unsafe environment for me. And Harry wanted to get the fuck out. So guess what? We out you. Yeah. We welcome you to the United States. We love to see you. We love to have you. Yes. Land of the free. I wouldn't last in the royal family for three seconds. I, yeah, I guess not. And listen, it's, you know why? I don't look in a sheath dress. That's why. And I they look, have to wear a lot of sheaths. I look great in a sheath. That's the only thing I really can rock. Yeah. But A-line's not good for me. No, 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 no. But it's because you're a woman of Scottish heritage Mm -hmm. and I am a woman of Irish heritage. And And we both decided that they don't, okay, first of all, let's, let's really talk about it. I, okay. I means yes. Or like, I, yeah. In in, in Gaelic. Let's talk about it because I've been watching so so much of Outlander and the more I fucking watch it, you know, I basically, you basically find out that like Scotland gets, it's a bloodbath during the war when Britain takes it over because they think it's supposed to be the rightful seat yeah. of the throne is by like British birth. It's like, you stole our yeah. land, sir. Yeah, that's the Duke of Windsor yes. comes from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why Scotland is a part of the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what part of Ireland? Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. And so my family is from Ireland mm-hmm. proper. Mm-hmm. We're, you know, from Sligo. Oh, and from Sligo. Sligo. And don't worry, my Nana's from Dublin. 
And shout out to everyone in Ireland. We cannot wait to get back there. We are what so up? excited. Yes. But I think we really understand and could not survive in that family because we were oppressed from the royal family. From, to begin with. To begin with. Yes. Yeah. Our they land, our us. country. They but wanted like, to destroy the Highlander way of life, which is my people. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They call they call it like Highlanders, like the men who were the kilts and like yeah. who lived kind of a, a nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. Well, they were all like lords. They had fucking castles. They basically call them like savages. Like, get, get out of here. What? Oh, so you're from England? Oh, okay, you do tea that makes you sophisticated. Okay. Get out of here. So this tea was delicious. It, tea was delicious. Yes. I The last time though I was in London, I, you know, I had my ovary had basically exploded on an airplane. Oh, and yeah. I, I was only like 36 hours post this and I was on painkillers and we were at Harrods having tea yeah. and I had a full-blown panic attack and I had to leave Harrods because <gasps> it was something about like the jet lag had just hit me and then I was also on like a codeine because I, yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was trying to keep up with the group and my friends were like, yeah, yeah, no, I can make it to tea. I can make it to tea. <laughs> Literally no. was just sweating in Harrods. And my girlfriend Taylor goes, honey, you need to go back to the hotel. Like you need to, you need yes. to lie down. You are unwell. Unwell. Heather cannot, she has to keep up. Like I have to keep up. Don't try to get in front of her. Cause she's going <laughs> to just come up right behind you and be like, I can do that too. And that's why we took too many shots. That's why we did. Is that true? Am I somebody who tries to, I'm like, no, I got this. I, I, we can do you, it. Oh, I, I don't like to miss things. You don't. It's not like a FOMO thing. I think you just genuinely adore people and mm. love being around people. We're like, I could spend a day posted up recluse in a room by myself all day and I don't I don't want to know or whatever. I'm codependent as fuck. Yeah, it's okay. And I so don't like to be dogs. alone with my own. Yeah, the dogs are fucking crazy. But I don't really like to be alone with my own thoughts. Well, I do, but I know that sounds really fucking scary. Yeah. It's just, I will giggle. Like, I will talk to myself. I have to yes. have a conversation. Yeah, we know. You used to live with me. Jenny yes. used to always say, our other friend Jenny, she would always say, Heather, you would be like getting ready in the morning and I'd be putting on my makeup and I'd be having full conversations yeah. with myself. Yeah. Oh, don't, definitely. I think we both do it. Maybe it's because our moms are from the Northeast. They would be like, oh, yes, we're going to, oh, put that on the plate. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, you know, oh, this looks good. This looks real good. Like I do my makeup in the morning. I'm like, okay, ooh, okay, that lighting. Oh, look at that highlighter. Okay, now I'm hitting it with the blush. And now I got the bronzer. Oh, yes. fuck, I forgot to put on my eyes. Like I just have, I have a to- walk myself, talk myself through it. Yeah, we need it. We need a, a punch list. We do. We need a punch list. That's for sure. We need a vocal punch list. Ooh, ooh. Yes. It was, uh, it was really eye-opening. And I really... Yeah, I respect them. and I, I respect the hell out of them. Yeah. Because Harry basically, the subtext of the text was, I wasn't going to let this shit happen. They disrespected my wife. They didn't protect us. She, we went in there. We asked for help. We yeah. told them the entire time we are willing to play ball. We are doing all the things. He's like, we, we went to the highest of highs, like the people, the, the most important people in yeah. the firm, and they still ignored us and would not give us the help that we needed. So we graciously said, we're going to walk away. And he's like, my family comes first. Yeah. Gucci gang. Yeah, because it does. It does. Chosen fam, real fam. Yes. You got to protect them. Because really, like, who else is? Who, who else, else is? Because apparently none of those royal, the apparently, House of Windsor. Apparently the House of Windsor is not trying to help you. Oh, yeah. But now there's more tomorrow. So. Oh, right. How, what if something else comes out? Oh, oh God. And now I, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't. I've literally been texting my friends in Hollywood and I'm like, hey, do you guys like, can you guys like, you know, call Meghan Markle? Like, are you gonna take her to lunch? Like, do you check in on her? Cause does she want to come to the farewell tour? Oh my God, would she like to come to the tour? <gasps> I mean, or like the sound of music, would they come? Yeah. <laughs> can we invite them? Like also if I see her out at like lunch in Beverly Hills, you know, do I just call her Megan or do, cause they're not technically, yeah. and they don't have their titles. Also, we figured out, that Harry doesn't have a last name. He doesn't have a last name. So he, okay, also was thinking he can't drive. So if she's like, oh my gosh, we ran out of toilet paper again. Oh wait, you can't run to Target, Harry. Right. No one can except me because I have a license and you don't even have a last name. You know, it was also kind of fucking creepy. Remember when she said that when you join, when you join the royal family, she's like, they were very welcoming but, you know, we have to give them everything. We have to give them all of our our license, our passports. We have to give those up to to the firm. 
Yeah. They're basically trapped. They are not allowed. They, they can't have their own passport. Right. Because the, the royal family and or the firm c- controls where they're allowed to travel to. Yeah, wild. That was weird. When she said we gave up our passports, we had to give them our passports. I was like, oh, hell no. No. Uh, 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 uh. No. The minute you give up your passport, you no longer have rights. Yeah. Listen, I got a guy in Chinatown that used to make some good mm. fakes back in the day. Oh, yeah. When you needed that good, good 21 yeah. over license. Not that I did anything legal ever like that in my life. Mother, I am completely an angel. I got, I know, remember my fake ID in college. It said I was from London, Ohio, and that I was 25 <gasps> years old. Well, we what? Were, but we were like five, nine and a half. And yeah. at that point had a few pounds on us. Yeah, we did. We looked like- We, we looked like grown women. We were women. We weren't coming in there with, you know, five, four, Mm-mm. you know, like thin and couldn't thin. hold our, our Mike's Hard Lemonade. No, 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 no. You and I were already, remember when sweet tea vodka was a thing oh, and we would drink 65 this? sweet tea vodkas and water. We'd be like, vodka, vodka water, water, vodka water. Don't even, ma- and then I moved on to blueberry water. Vodka, blueberry water. Who the fuck do we, do we think? think we were? We thought we were so, we were cute. We were cute, like a little bit, slutty yeah. dressed, but not really. But see, I want to bring that back. I'm determined to like just get in shape so I feel good about myself again. And then I want to start just wearing the sluttiest outfits. Yes. Like I'm turning 34 next week. I am ready to thought Tiana. I'm ready to bust down. I want to mm-hmm. show the nips. Like, let's go. Why <gasps> let's have I been go. holding back? I don't know. We just need that classic French connection mm-hmm. knockoff bandage dress. And I was always like the largest size in French Connection. Oh my gosh. And we I would just, go to Lord and Taylor's. Oh my God. We go to Lord and Taylor and they'd have the friends and family sale 40% off and we would fucking kill the French Connection section. Yes. We were like, ooh, I'm going to get the dark green, the dark purple. Yeah. Got to have the black for when we go to AC. Mm-hmm. No, I no. couldn't even like try to put my one arm hit boob side. Yeah. Into it. No, 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 no. No way. No, those were tight, but I'm down. I'm down. We're going to get back to it. To clown. Now, so what do you think is in the future for you? You said you might go to Asia. Yeah, right now, the sound of music is waiting on, you know, our visas and everything to possibly bring, you know, the hills to Asia. And also Wuhan is on the stop list. So I'm doing my own like investigative discovery. Right. I wanted to like maybe do a whole like travel like blog series where I'm like, you know, click to follow and don't forget to add the <laughs> thumbs up sign. Uh, but just please start a YouTube. Please, I know. Literally the 34-year-old YouTube channel that no one asked for. But because I'm really interested on how everything goes down in China mm-hmm. and the fact that I'm going to right now work in Asia for a year, work in Asia for a year, going to Wuhan. And like, it's such a mythical place to us. Like, it really is. And it's so funny because we're going to, it's going to be like coming to America, but reverse, you know, also if you haven't coming seen coming to, to America too, it's fabulous. Fire. You are going to see me rolling up in like, you know, my chunky hoops, you know, my leopard mask. And we're going to be like, Hey, what the fuck went down here though? Can you explain Can though? We, I want to get the real story. And I'm just going to go. It's going to be man on the street. Yeah. It's, I want to be like Billy, Tina on the street. Yeah. Tina on the street of Wuhan being like, so tell me what really goes down in the fish market? But you I also have to know. wait till you get back, back to post it. To I, post it. Yes, yes, yes. I know this. <laughs> Don't worry. I think I told you they already had me sign a document that was completely not uh, in English. Did you have an attorney look over this Chinese contract? You may no. have just sold yourself. Like you don't know I what know. you just signed up for. Literally, it's like all the, all characters that like, obviously we don't read characters here. Right. And then all, uh, Christina Tompkins is in parentheses. And I was like, oh gosh, well, uh, let's roll the dice. <laughs> you know, at this point we are all rolling the dice. We're rolling right. the dice on everything. And that's all we can do. And it's one foot in front of the other. I'm rolling on the dice of, I literally felt so bad today. I'm like, maybe I just quit drinking for a little bit. I don't know. We no. got to figure it out. And then we're like, but maybe one glass of wine at dinner <laughs> is what we need. Is what do. I need to take the edge off, you know? Yes. But again, now it's 1145 and we are wide awake. Wide a fucking wake. 
Uh, we got to get our lives together. And we're going to, because Monday's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. We're starting fresh. We are doing the most. Tina, where can everybody find you and follow along? And and where can they find Gathering Grace? Yes, Gathering Grace and why on that Insta, Tina underscore Tompkins on the Insta. I, I love, you know, everybody that came out to the show last year. Y'all were so supportive. I loved being a part of that crew and just having seeing the love that you have for my friend obviously oh. I'm just a proud I'm such a proud friend girl I'm so excited to come to Asia and see you perform this Ooh. is gonna be amazing literally listen anyone that's I'll run security eat, like who wants to roll up to Singapore again during the holiday season which I feel like has to be lit in Singapore for mm. New Year's oh oh Singapore yes. New Year's in Singapore Hello? forget it listen we're throwing a hotel party Crazy and rich Asians. We crazy rich Asian, Asians level. Yeah. And we're pretty good at throwing a hotel party. We're doing it up. Watch the episode of Somebody Feeds Phil in the new season. He goes to Singapore. Oh, yeah. yeah looks yeah. like the best. It, it just Singapore looks so fucking legit. I'm there for a month. So come holler at me. Okay. I'm going to come holler at you. Um, y'all follow Tina and thank you for letting us do a quick hungover recap. I don't even think we did. We didn't do our due diligence of like actually explaining what the fuck happened tonight with Oprah. But I just want you to know that the subtext of the set of the text is sleep with one eye fucking open because they're coming for all of us. Yes. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. sweating. Because we we told the secrets. We told the secrets. Um, Y'all, I love you. I miss you. I can't wait to be back on the road and be giggling again. As always, you can call into the hotline. Hit me up with the absolutely not line. I need to know what's going on. I'd also like to know your thoughts on everything that's going on. And if you just want to bitch, if you're like, I just feel like bitching, call in, let us know what's happening. I will see you next week. Love you. Mean it. See you on the flip side. Arrivederci. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.